Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, what up everybody? Welcome or welcome back to another episode of Hop Culture Nerds and Brews. I am your host, Christian Clark. Now, I don't know if you can hear a difference, but I got a new microphone. Saw a deal on Amazon that I just couldn't pass up. Not that I had, I personally, I didn't have much of an issue with the way I sounded on my, you know, through the phone, you know, that I just put the phone up to my mouth and shit like that. However... One of the big things that made me kind of just jump on this was the fact that I feel like whenever I have somebody on, my my sound, you know, the way when I'm when I'm talking, like it's inconsistent. Sometimes it sounds like I'm on a phone call, and you know, I just wanted to kind of avoid that. So, yep, capitalized on the deal, got a microphone, pretty simple, uh, nothing too crazy, nothing too extra. Let's see how it does. Let's see how it does. First episode, new microphone. Let's dive right in, and uh, let's do our first beer crack into the new microphone, see how it sounds, right? Before we do so, what I got here is Other Half, one of my favorites, one of the best in the world. This one's called Ticker Shock. It's a double dry hopped Imperial India Pale Ale. Alright, let's try this shit, eh? Alright. Right. Let's taste it. Never had this one. Never had this one. All right. Rating out of five on Untapped. Checking it in with you guys. And that is fucking awesome. Another awesome beer. From our friends over at Other Half. Another banger. All right. I think I'm going to give that a four. I'm fighting between four, five, and four, seven, five here. Um, and you know what? Let me take a third sip. All right. I think we're going to rock with a, we're going to rock with a four, seven, five there. All right. So. It's very uh, juicy, some citrus in there for sure, a little hoppy, um, and then yeah, some citra hops, this is some good stuff, man, never been disappointed by anything I've ever had from them, um, I'm hard to disappoint though, yep, so we got citra, mosaic, I'm sorry, I'm trying to read this can sideways, so we got citra, mosaic, strata, that's what I think I saw, yep, yep. Nelson Sauvin, Mosaic Cryo, Citra Incognito. This is 8.5. 8.5%. This is good. This is very good. Other half, you hit it again. To no surprise. Checking that in at a 4.75 out of 5. Feeling generous tonight. But even if I wasn't feeling generous, it would still get a 4.5. So it's a good fucking beer. Alright. So... Some brewskis I've had since the last time we've chatted. Oh, let's see. I had uh, a brew from over in uh, Worcester here in Massachusetts called V. You know, for five. The Roman numeral five. It's from the brewery called Greater Good. Very solid brewery around here. Um, that was good. I gave it about a four. It was pretty good. I got it in a... 
one of those 19, you know, the, the ones that are a little bigger than the 16 ounces. So, yeah, we had like 19 point something. A tall, tall boy. Very tall boy. Um, <laughs> and then uh, last week for the football, for the, for the playoffs, the wild card round, um, had a few beers with some buds and uh, had some good stuff. Had some good stuff. Um, try, you know, we had... Uh, we had uh, some hot butcher. We had some long live, a couple long lives. Had um, oh yeah, quite a few long lives. Um, yeah, let's see what I gave them. I gave. Let's see. Ah, uh, well, the last one I had um, was a well before the uh, before the V. Um, before Roman numeral five, it was called the Fluvial Tsunami from Riverlands Brewing Company. It was a stout. Gave that shit a four seven five. That shit was fire. That shit was really fucking good. Um, and then I don't know if it's just because I was you know pumped as fuck and just had a you know having a good time, you know. But um, watching the playoffs last week, I had uh. I had a double blazed orange milkshake from Hot Butcher for the world. Gave that shit a five. That shit was smooth as fuck. I loved every single bit of that. It's a it was a double milkshake stout. That shit fucked. I had the I've had the like the original uh, blazed orange milkshake. Actually, I want to say it was my fav- my first that I've had from Hot Butcher. Um which is also one of my favorites, which I've mentioned in past episodes. But yeah, I gave this shit a five. That shit was bomb. Um, and then before then, what did I have? This is all playoff football day. Uh, Clarity and Convergence by Long Live Beer Works down in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, four, seven, five. Shit was bomb. Shit was bomb. And before that one, Crushed Little Stars by Long Live as well from down in Providence, Rhode Island. Another four, seven, five. Very good stuff. Very consistent. You know, hats off to the boys down there in Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island. I long live. Very good shit. Very good shit. Um, before that, uh, Count Humongous Chungus. It was another stout from Workforce Brewing Company. It was a good one. It was a very good one. Very good. And then, yeah, now I'm looking. Uh, it looks like the rest of this shit was no wait oh hold up hold up hold up there's more another long live 20 20 24 hours to go by long live <laughs> yeah there's two 20s and then a 24 so 20 dash 20 dash 24 hours to go long live beer works another good one i gave that a four five ah <sighs> and then yep and then before that i had a sends lives Sends lives, sends lives. Uh, the 2023 brew from Widow Maker Brewing, one of my favorites as well. One of my lesser favorites from them. I gave it about a four. Um, it was a it was a session IPA. It was a lighter one. Um, but yep. And then before that, I'm looking at shit. It was the last time we spoke uh, when I had my buddy Cam on. Speaking of my buddy Cam, I was sharing some of those beers with him. Uh, now he's not too into the the you know the hoppy stuff the craft stuff so he maybe try a Bud Light lime. Uh, <laughs> um, I was trying to be generous. I gave that a three two five, a lot lower than my usual stuff. Um, that you know because I have a very generous rating scale. But it was it was fine. 
you know, not going out of my way to have it again. But I do appreciate him sharing it with me. All right. Well, we did our little beer rounds. Got a lineup of some good stuff here with me today. Uh, I'm going to probably try and film a couple episodes here. So don't want to read them all off and confuse y'all for future episodes just in case you don't listen to the this one or the next one you know <laughs> anyways so we are like i said we are currently sipping on ticker shock by other half good shit let's dive in let's fucking talk what do we want to talk about so I guess we'll kick it off we'll talk about a movie my wife and I just watched yesterday. Well, by the time people hear this shit, might not be so just recently. Yeah. <laughs> so just recently. Um it was uh it was really good. It was called the it was called The Holdovers with Paul Giamatti. Um it was about like a an instructor at a New England prep school. Um and uh he's you know, he has to remain on campus during Christmas break, uh has to babysitter if you want to call it that you know he has to babysit he has to look over uh you know a few students that have nowhere to go over the holidays um and then like a little bit of the movie most of them go off and do something else and he you know forms this bond with one of them um really fucking good you know i don't want to spoil anything but uh the the school's head cook was also there kind of helped out a bit it was really fucking good this movie was honestly i mean one of my favorite movies that released in 2023 already you know um i didn't have to think too much about it paul giamatti kicked ass um and then you know you really only throughout the movie you really only see like three actors um I mean, like, you know, that are there consistently. Everybody else kind of has a smaller role. Um, but uh, Dominic Sessa is the kid's name that plays um, plays one of the, the you know, the, the main kid that stays behind. Um, he's really good. I don't think he's been in anything. I think I kind of was looking around to see, like, what his experience was or what he's been in. Yeah, nothing. And he was fucking awesome. So that kid has a very bright future. Um, you know, excited for him, man. He's got a very bright future if he keeps performing the way that he did in this movie, dude. He was awesome. And then, uh, Divine Joy Randolph. Um, she's in a couple other movies I've seen before, but I've, I haven't, like, you know, seen a bunch of stuff. Like, I mean, she was, you know, haven't, first of all, haven't seen a bunch of stuff she's been in. Second of all, um, you know, like, it I I kind of did some looking. She's not like a big role in like much of if anything she does, but she was also awesome. She played the cook, uh, the cook, um, great shit. And then honestly, even for like the short period of time, you kind of see the other kids. They were also good. They were also good. Those guys got some bright futures too. I really I really enjoyed this movie. I think my wife did too. We didn't talk get to talk too too much about it because it was right before we went to bed. Um, she seemed to enjoy it. You know it was. It's heartwarming. It was funny. Um, like the humor wasn't forced or anything. Um, it was really cool. But it was really good. I really enjoyed myself. I really watched it. I had a good time. Really enjoyed the movie. And Claire, you know, I think Claire enjoyed it too. Ah, 
So yeah, it's a movie I watched recently. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, we binge watched uh, Marvel's Echo. Uh, you know, we watched Echo, which was a. It was on Disney Plus. It was only five episodes. You know, the length of each episode varied. Um, I guess my only complaint, um, I don't know, I don't, I, not like only complaint, but like, I just feel like, I liked it, I liked it, um, I mean, you know, I'm trying to do this review without spoiling, um, and without being too biased to, uh, Wilson Fisk, you know, to Vincent D'Onofrio's, uh, Wilson Fisk, uh, the Kingpin is back from, you know, you know, he's fucking incredible, of course, so I'll just, he's why we're on that, he's incredible, per usual, he was in Daredevil's seasons one through three, reprising his role here in Echo, after reprising it in Hawkeye, um, he was fucking great, his performance in, you know, his performance as Wilson Fisk is one of, if not the greatest performance for a comic book live-action adaptation ever. He is fucking phenomenal. You can tell he just gives um, more than 120% into everything that he is doing. And it's no different in this series. And, you know, yeah, I'm a Daredevil, you know, big Daredevil fan, a big fan of his performance as Wilson Fisk and every, you know, and every episode that he does anything. Um, but nah, man, his, his shit in this show was the best part of it. Now, um, Alakwa Cox, who plays, um, uh, Echo herself, uh, Maya Lopez, um, great, great as well. I think her performance is phenomenal as well. The fact that she doesn't, again, little to no work other than her work as Echo here. Um, very fucking good, dude. She did She did good. To me, the story was fine. The story was okay. It was more than okay. It was, it was, it was solid. However, it just, it's just one of those things where I feel like, you know, I, I think overall the series was fine. The series was good. I'd probably give it like a 7 out of 10 if I'm being like completely honest, right? Um, but it, you know, it was one of those things where I don't know if it needed to happen, I guess. Um, but not to say it wasn't good. Like I said, it was, it was good. Action was pretty dope. Uh, sometimes I did find it getting a little bit too weird. Um... But, I mean, overall, it was a good show. I don't want to spoil too much, but I will say that, you know, Wilson Fisk, Kingpin, is enough to watch the show. Um, I will say this, though. <clears throat> if you've yet to watch it, <clears throat> and you really, you know, you planned on watching it for Daredevil and Kingpin, Kingpin's in it a good amount. However... Daredevil is not. So if you're watching, you know, if you go into this thinking this is going to be Daredevil season 3.5 or like, you know, the prelude to um to to Born Again, the Daredevil series, you know, the continuation of the Daredevil series that we're getting, uh then 
I, I don't want don't don't go into it thinking that um, because it definitely was not that he if it, all right <clears throat> I'll tell you straight up he's really only in it for like f- f- five minutes if that um, and I won't like spoil what happens but he's in it for a few minutes very first episode so he's there um, so when you watch the episode and he pops up. That's it for him. Um, but it's really cool. The point of view, the perspective that we get, in which it's really fucking cool. Uh, one of the best scenes in the series. <laughs> um, bias aside, too. Um, but it was good. It was good stuff. I, I really enjoyed the scenes with Kingpin, like I said. I enjoyed some of the stuff with, you know, with, uh, with Echo and her family. Um, but like I said, sometimes it just felt like the story was like kind of dragging a bit, getting a little too weird, too funky, but overall good show. Like I said, probably seven out of 10, if I'm being completely honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, it kind of naturally brings us right into what's, you know, kind of what we've been, you know, we talked about some of my beer recent, uh, you know, recent, uh, episode, um, or recent shit that we've watched, movies, uh, episodes of Echo. Um, now, might as well kind of continue rolling down the Marvel train, right? So, coming off of Echo, there's an after credit scene, or a credit scene, so beware to watch, you know, be sure to watch that shit. Last episode, credit scene, huge. Huge stuff. Probably the biggest and most important scene in the entire series. I'm I don't want to spoil you know what? I'm gonna spoil it. But what I'm gonna make sure to do is I am going to give you the warning. Okay? Starting so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it very short. Okay? I'm gonna keep it about a, a minute. So skip forward a minute if you do wanna watch Echo. If not here you go. All right. Credit scene. After the events of the show, Kingpin, uh, Wilson Fisk, is on his jet flying back to New York. When doing so, he's sitting on the plane, and he looks, you know, he, he hears on the TV something about, um, you know, something kind of along the lines of, um, basically, just to keep it short, uh, you know, they're, they're looking for a mayor. You know, the city city needs a mayor. So basically, keep it short, sweet. Kingpin's going to run for mayor. And that lines up with the rumors that we are going to be getting. Or the rumors that we have gotten of shit that we are going to be getting. In regards to, I guess... Rumors are that in Daredevil, born again. So, basically, the con- content... You know, the continuation of the Netflix daredevil which is now on disney plus go watch it if you haven't do yourself you, you don't even have to be into superheroes just go fucking watch that show it is phenomenal it's one of the greatest pieces of media i've ever laid my eyes on it is amazing so go check it out um it's all on disney plus now three seasons 13 episodes each it's a crime drama first superhero shit second and even then it's not too superhero e. It's very grounded. It's awesome. It's the fucking shit. I recommend it. So, Daredevil Born Again, which is basically going to be serving as a season four, 
especially now, um, you know, now that, uh, Disney Plus went on, uh, you know, they, they went on there and went to their Marvel section and they finally included the, you know, the street level Netflix shows and stuff in their chronological Marvel timeline. So they are very much so canon to the universe. There was a lot of talk about whether or not they were. I've always been a believer they were going to be canon, especially Daredevil. I thought they were going to make, like, you know, light little changes, you know, to do what they had to do to make the story make sense and fit in with the rest of the bigger universe, all that good shit. Um, But I guess it's just full-on canon. They're not screwing with anything, uh, which is very good, especially because Daredevil is fucking masterclass. Um, So... The rumor has been that Kingpin is going to be the mayor of New York during the events of Daredevil Born Again, or he is going to be running for mayor. Now, on top of that, it has been heavily rumored that he is going to be one of the antagonists in the next Spider-Man movie. See, yeah, so you can probably see it all coming together, is that the street-level superheroes are kind of coming together. To take on what is, you know, seemingly being treated, Kingpin, right, as street-level Thanos, which I fucking love. I love that idea. Um, You know, corrupt mayor, you know, hiring a bunch of bad guys to, you know, just, oh my god, come on. I can't fucking wait. This is going to be so good. So, yep, so these rumors are that he's going to be mayor or running for mayor and Daredevil born again. Then he's going to be... Mayor, or running for mayor, and the guy in the chair, bad guy, in the next Spider-Man film. All that shit has me very excited. And the mid credit scene to Echo may have confirmed that with the scene that they had. Um, so that's exciting. It's very exciting, and I will admit, and this is not a knock on the show, that to me was the biggest, that was the biggest part of the show, was the most important part of the show. It really said, like, hey, you know, this is important, (laughs) you know, this is important. Um, So it's exciting. And we'll see whenever we finally get that shit. Yeah. So that's exciting. We got, you know, Daredevil. I guess that they're trying to adapt the story in the comics by the uh by the uh, it, by the title The uh, Devil's Reign, which very good shit. And I guess they're trying again. Rumor is it's going to span throughout a few a, th- a few sources of media, I guess you can say, with um or adaptations rather with um with um with Daredevil Born Again and Spider-Man 4. Um, Tom Holland, Spider-Man 4. Not to confuse anybody. So, yeah. So, that's what we got. That's kind of my little uh, MCU update. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. No, we are not done on the MCU topic, actually. So... Something I think we have to talk about is something that leaked today. If you are not a fan of leaks, uh, go the other way. Um, (laughs) But let me fucking tell you, alright? Let me fucking tell you. Something leaked in regards to 
Deadpool 3. Not a a plot leak. So if you care about plot leaks, don't worry. Nothing, Nothing that bad, nothing that serious. However, 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 however. They showed promo art, or, um, yeah, promo art of, um, Hugh Jackman's new Wolverine suit for Dare, uh, for Deadpool, sorry, Daredevil, for Deadpool 3, and it looks good, it is very comic accurate, you know, really the only pictures we've seen of the suit um, is without the helmet, you know, it's just set photos of him without the helmet, um, but nah, dude, it is here, it is clean as fuck, I cannot wait to see this son of a bitch in action, dude, I am beyond excited, it looks so good, if I could show y'all, I would, but... We haven't upgraded the videos yet. <laughs> but holy fuck, dude. It is clean. You know, it's the classic yellow, blue, and black, you know. Ugh. The picture as a whole is just cool too. It's him in the front and you know, he's got you know, he's got his arms crossed, the signature, you know, the signature like X he does and um with the claws coming out in that fucking dope ass yellow blue and black suit oh so white eyes ripped right from the comics man this is fucking mint then right behind him is deadpool his red and black suit again comic accurate as well um and he's you know reaching back for his swords behind his back fucking sick picture dude i'm so excited this is this is gonna be fun this is gonna be fun you know i've got some um got some thoughts and theories as to what I think Deadpool 3 is going to be. I think it's going to be kind of like, you know, kills a Foxverse rather than like, you know, this I think they're going to kind of loosely adapt the um the uh Deadpool kills the uh kills the Marvel universe. I think it's going to be Deadpool kills the Foxverse or some shit. I don't know. It just kind of seems like that's going to be the case, but I'm expecting this to be good. I'm excited. Later on this year, man. Later on this year, I think, yeah. I think it was pushed back a couple times, so. Um, it's supposed to still be coming out this year, I believe. Uh, it's directed by Sean Levy. I don't know if it's been pushed forward or pushed back. Um, but looks like right now it's saying it's uh, July 26, 2024. Um, so, yeah, I think it was originally, yeah, it was originally supposed to come out in, like, September or something. And then, then it was pushed to, like, November again. And then, I don't know. They, they keep changing it. They keep changing it. So that's why I'm getting a little confused um, as to when it's actually coming out. But, hey, if it's coming out, if it's coming out in July or the end of July... I can't fucking wait. Very excited. Um, gonna be some good shit, man. Gonna be some good shit. But yeah. So, I mean... We'll keep this one kind of short, you know? Because I just wanted to test out the new microphone. Want to divide shit up. I don't want to just, you know, bounce all over the place and 
you know, ramble on for two hours. So I figured we'll just, we'll keep this one short, sweet, you know. We just talked about, uh, just talked about some media. Talked about a movie I seen, some Echo, a little bit of Marvel. Upcoming projects. Um, but we'll definitely do a deeper dive of the Marvel shit. Very soon. I want to have my buddy Sosa back on there for that one. Um, had a blast with him, uh, of course. Uh, but yeah, we'll keep this one very short. Um, you know, and you know, I'm probably going to record a couple more here. <laughs> so, um, you know, goodbye to you for your, you know, your, your listening. Um, uh, but definitely I'm going to record a couple more so we can pump some shit out. And, uh, yeah, so to to all you guys that are, you know, continuing to listen, you know, whether it's just this one or you're listening in the future, you're following, I don't give a fuck, man. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hitting play and letting me talk about this shit that I'm very passionate about. And assuming you listen to every second of that, I'm assuming you are too. Uh, but, um, so as I... Wow, only one brew this episode. Wow, I really did go short, huh? Holy shit. So, yep, as I finish off this other half ticker shock, I'm going to go get ready to record another episode, crack open another couple brewskis, and uh, call it. Mm-mm-mm. Good fucking shit. Okay, that is gone great shit again thank you guys for listening um thank you guys for everything man i really i really appreciate it so this is uh christian clark host of hop culture nerds and brews signing out here um love peace excelsior to you catch you next time